Tuesday, December 1st, learning to pause. When someone asks you, how are you? Or how's it going? What's your go-to response? Is there some sort of mention of how busy you've been lately? If so, you're not alone. A response often heard these days is, busy, but a good busy, you know? It's like we need some kind of validation that to be busy with lots of good things is a good thing. But is it actually? In some ways, busyness has become a trophy we hoist up on our shoulders. But even when things are good busy, we can get so caught up in to-do lists, completing tasks and meeting deadlines that days, even weeks go by before we remember to look them up. This can quickly lead to stress, anxiety, despair, and disconnection from loved ones as well as an inability to see how God is at work around us. If this rings true for you and your family, it's okay. It just means it might be time to turn your faces toward Christ and allow Him to reorient your hearts. The Psalms reminds us to be still and know that He is God. What a concept, being still. Yet the simple act of pausing and ceasing to move helps us to focus on what God is doing rather than on our own efforts, as well as to remember that He is God. He is infinite, holy, omniscient, omnipotent, and unconditionally loving. To put it bluntly, He's got this. We don't need to try to do everything for Him. So sometimes we just need to hit the pause button. To help you do that, this Saturday and Sunday, we'll invite you into the ancient and largely forgotten rhythm of Sabbath. It's one of the Ten Commandments. Jesus himself modeled it, and the author of Hebrews makes a clear case for how vital this practice is to our soul's well-being. Sabbath, or Shabbat, means to cease, to end, or to rest. Though groups throughout history have taken this very literally and focused on physical rest, the concept is more inclusive and should include both physical and mental rest. It's more than just taking time to stop and smell the roses. There is a mind and heart shift that needs to happen in our lives. This kind of shift requires us to trust that whatever God has begun, He will sustain with or without us. If the God of the universe can pause to rest after he created and set things in motion, then surely we should be able to rest as well. The weekly rhythm of pausing is a gift from God to remind us that he is trustworthy and our hope. Christmas is a more intentional time to remember that our hope, Emmanuel, entered our world in the flesh, born as a baby. Let's learn to pause, to trust, hope, and reflect on the beauty of that truth in our lives. Our scripture meditation for today is Genesis 2, verses 2 through 3. It's a creation story. It says this, And on the seventh day, God finished his work that he had done, and he rested 
on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it, God rested from all his work that he had done in creation. Here's some action steps for you today. Start planning a Sabbath this weekend. Consider actually starting the evening before at dinner time. As you plan, keep in mind these important factors that line up with how Jews practice Sabbath even to this day. Number one is to relent. Stop working. Remember that we must cease from both physical and mental work. So let go of whatever you've been trying to think through or figure out just for one single day. Number two is rest. Our bodies need rest. And we rest best when our bodies and minds are free from doing. And this includes staring at screens. And once you've paused, rest and that sleep will come much easier. Number three is to remember. Hope has come into the world. Carve out time to reflect and remember that the God who created all things loves us so much. He sent his son to save us. You can make this a part of conversation over meals and car rides, playing games, going for a walk, getting ice cream, sipping on cocoa or coffee or whatever else your family enjoys doing together, especially during this Christmas season. Number four is to restore. Take time to consider together what re-energizes us, what drains us. How can we do things as a family that are fun and energizing? How do we remove the things that drain us? Give yourselves permission to play and enjoy God's creation. The key here is to start somewhere. This is not a list of everything you must do. It's a list of suggestions. Start with some small wins and slowly work your way into more and more each week. Happy planning.